1: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
0: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast.
1: All right, we got a thumbs up. That means the podcast is underway in three, two, one. Hit it, though. What's up, Al?
0: Hi there, Jerry. I was stirring it up a little bit on Twitter uh, near the end of the, uh, the Boomer and Geo show. A uh, news story had come across uh, from News 12. Okay. And I had retweeted it with my own comments on it. And uh, so people at Starbucks are going on strike or they're protesting. Starbucks is a union place? Well, they're trying to make it. I believe they're trying to make it a union place. Okay, Okay. And they're upset about some sort of working conditions. All right. So my point to this article was, if you don't like working at Starbucks, go work somewhere else. Dunkin' Donuts. Right. So, of course, I got attacked by saying, my point of it is, if you're working at a Starbucks, you're probably working, unfortunately, at minimum wage. Or right? close to it, you or would Or close think. to yeah. it. So when I say that, I mean, you can, within the same day... Find another Leave job. that job... And get another job that pays the same. Or more. Or more. Mm-hmm. Of similar skill set. Of similar skill set. Right. So that's my point. Like, yeah. in this case, you know, it's not easy for somebody else, if if somebody is, uh got a different type of job, making a different type of salary, it's not as easy to say, quit and go get another job that same day. Correct. Very difficult. And so Very I'm, difficult.
1: Like, if I got fired or quit today, yes, I could be out of work for three months. At three least? Three years. Three years. Don't know. Right. So, but I could get a job, just not that it's going to pay me what right. it's paying me in hours. And right. And my
0: point was in the in for those types of jobs mm-hmm. where you're making an a, a minimum wage or close to it. And wherever you look, there are similar places desperate for desperate, people, desperate to pay you minimum wage. They're desperate to pay, you know, but again, in other places paying more. more because right. they're so desperate. So in those cases, I say, if you don't like the working conditions at Starbucks, leave. And if enough people don't want to work there because there are plenty of other They're jobs gonna, that pay that same pay. Guess who's going to have to
1: start offering better salaries? Correct. That is very true. Right. That's that my very thing. True.
0: But everyone, But again, like I said. What was the what
1: was the main reaction?
0: Clearly, I didn't agree with you. What was the yeah, main reaction? You don't understand what it's like to look for a job. You've had a cushy job your whole life. That wasn't. I'm not sure that I would even argue that fine, I've had a cushy job. I haven't looked for a job in 20 years. Yeah. I'm saying in this particular case, I have a feeling that I'm correct when I say, if you're working at Starbucks and you don't like it there, you can get another job paying the same rate, doing similar work within the same day. That's all I was saying. Yeah, and I think People won't you argue
1: that. And if you do drive around, you see signs everywhere for help needed. Yes. It's not help wanted. It's help right. needed, and there are places that are paying. Like I saw, there's a McDonald's near me. I saw that they were offering. I don't even know what's minimum wage. Fifteen an hour now in New Jersey. Uh, I, I think, I think it's near there. I think it's fourteen something. I saw one. They have a sign out that said uh, rates starting at nineteen dollars an hour. Yeah. Well, now again, you're not getting rich. Don't misunderstand right. what I'm saying. But that's well above minimum rate minimum wage because they are desperate for employees. So I I hear what you're saying. Yeah.
0: So, you know, but uh, I did what Geo said not to do, which is to get into a you're layered engaged. discussion on Twitter, which you can't, just can't do. No, I know.
1: Can I give you something crazy that yes. I did this morning? Not crazy, but just completely at random. I picked a random day in 2012 and pulled up the 6 a.m. open just to hear what it sounded like with the different open. I wanted to hear what my update sounded like at 6.30 or whatever. Would you believe the day that I pulled up was the day after the Knicks acquired Carmelo Anthony.
0: Wow.
1: Monster day. And what's so funny, because now we think of Carmelo not in the greatest light. Right. Listening to Boomer and Craig just gushing over how they got this stuff. Yeah, the only thing Boomer didn't like was how they got him, because he thought they could have been patient and got him in free agency. but. understood that, you know what, they went out and they got their guy, and Craig was just lauding this move.
0: That's great. It's
1: the garden's back. People want to be at the garden. It's just so funny listening to it 11 years later, but ironically enough, and I didn't look at a calendar. I just picked a random date, and the first couple I picked were Saturdays, of course. I picked Saturday then Sunday, and then finally I picked another date, and that was the day. That that was pretty funny. Yeah, It was interesting to go back and hear it.
0: Think of how much content when you do... 24 hours of sports talk for years. How much content is out there?
1: It's insane, actually. That
0: will never be heard again. Like those shows, that will never be heard.
1: No. I mean, you could, you know, it's funny, though. I'm as used to, and I'm sure Stern did this, too, where they would do the best of shows. And if they're set up properly, they're fun to hear. And I think, again, you don't want a boring interview. That means it's not timely. But I think like what you did during the pandemic, if someone sets up, well, eleven years later, we see how history has treated Carmelo Anthony and the Knicks. Here's how it sounded in twenty twelve, the day after. I think it's an interesting listen.
0: Yeah, the problem is is that you start to think of how people consume radio and the people consume radio by bopping in and out of their cars. Or Very whatever. true. So someone would bop in and, and it'd be Boomer and Craig talking about the Knicks getting Carmelo it'd be yeah, like, What is so this confused. Crap. Right. Right.
1: You would have to promote the hell out of it. Yeah. Knowing that you got a best of coming up on whatever day. Yeah and we're going to take a listen back to some of the wild highlights over the last decade. Yes. But, I mean, I, like I said, I'm Imus used to do it. I used to listen to it, and some of it was timely, some of it wasn't, but I knew it was the best of because it was a holiday.
0: Yeah, I used to say best of Stern I used to love. And then at some point, I don't know if Imus did this as well, at some point Howard started not doing the best of introductions, and, and they would pick a – much more recent show. And just replay it? Yeah. I hated that. No, I miss never did
1: that. They hated o- that. Th- that was one thing. Lou used to work like crazy on those best ofs. There was, and again, it was only for holidays. Um, and you knew it was all. Like, if you put Imus miss on a Memorial Day, if you turned it on and thought it was live, you're a moron. That was the days that they would play it, you know, yeah. July 4th. And when they were going on vacation, they would tell you for the entire week leading up, best of Imus next week, we're away. And who would host it? No one hosted it actually. Oh. They just ran segments and had pre taped pieces to introduce little segments. Oh, okay.
0: Because the uh, K Rock for Howard Stern years ago, the whoever was the K Rock, like Maria Melito used okay. to host it or Bobby oh, really? Bowie would host it. Yeah, it used to be great. I, I think it's it's a. Yeah, I like that.
1: It's also, too, a different time in radio where that I'm a show had a lot of different bits and different pieces and you know voice acting, and so things worked no matter when you played them. Yeah. You know, and then they would take little snippets of whether it was Breen or Breen in the early days, obviously. Sometimes it'd be Sid or even Warner, where they would just take a piece of an update out where there was a lot of funny stuff going on. And it worked. Yeah. And it worked.
0: I ran two different polls on two different social medias and got almost the exact same result.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Yeah. So on Twitter, I asked Do you check, do you look at Instagram at least once a day? Okay, And then on Instagram I asked, do you look at Twitter at least once a day? In both instances, I got 67% of people on Twitter that said they also look at Instagram and 67% on my Instagram that said they look at Twitter. How about that? Well, it was kinda that it's kind of interesting. I don't know what to make of it. I don't either. Just that stats don't lie apparently. It was a, just a weird how that 67% was the same. On both things, it's interesting
1: because I know there's not that I have a ton of Instagram followers. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm really not that active on it. Never have been, but whatever. It is five thousand something like that. A lot of them are not on Twitter. Yeah, which is so that's even more fascinating to me that that number came up almost dead even.
0: Yeah, but it also shows you that the people that are on Twitter, like there's not a lot. I guess there's sixty-seven percent. Right. If you're on them, you're over. checking them. Yeah, if you're on them, you're checking. True. I also listen to... Now, I have been have have had great conversations with Spike, our boss here, about Twitter okay, and social media. Right. Uh, and I, I've enjoyed my conversations with them, the battles back and forth. Uh, and then he sent me a podcast yesterday, which I listened to on the way in today, from a guy named Lex Friedman, who does a podcast. Yeah, I know Lex Friedman. Okay. I would never... I don't know how people know him, but... Uh, I know him from Neil
1: deGrasse Tyson was on with him about okay. a year ago and I saw it pop up on my Spotify and I, I listened to it. I've heard some of, I find him kind of boring, but really interesting. Correct. Is that fair? Yeah. Very fair. So I have not listened to a lot of his podcasts. I'd say I probably listened to four or five of them. Yeah. So I know
0: who he is. Yeah. I think that's a great summary of him. He is very boring. And yet, when it's an interesting topic, he's interesting.
1: And he's the one who ties his spots into what he's talking about and does it in a way where you know he's not going away for seven minutes. Yeah. He does it. He's talking. He's there right back into the interview. I actually like the way he does it. Yeah. Smart.
0: So I had uh, him, and he was talking to Sam Harris, who is the guy that I initially, who you said is also very boring, who I was talking to you about his take on – what was it? Uh, free will. Mm-hmm. That guy. Well, anyway, this guy, Sam Harris, and Lex Friedman got into a discussion about Sam Harris leaving Twitter. Okay. And why he left Twitter and how and why he hung on for so long. And it was so relatable to me because he said, you know, that he was checking Twitter way too often, mm-hmm. as I do. I feel like I, and I don't even, not even checking my mentions as much as i'm just looking at the news feed yeah and he said you know he found it to be a toxic place yeah but he was every once in a while getting something really valuable out of it right like a somebody who follows him might suggest something Mm -hmm. that he looked into that he really got into sure and that would keep him in the loop right and i feel like that's the same with me too like, so many times, I'm like, ah, I, I want to get off this Twitter just for my own But it's a necessary good. evil. Yeah, and I guess it's so hard to... The hard part I'm having is limiting... Like, you, you seem to do a very good job of limiting your use of Twitter.
1: I try to stay off it when I leave here. Yeah. And I check it probably late afternoon and then before I go to bed. So as an example, I checked it yesterday at about... I want to say 2 o'clock, I would say, and then didn't check it again until I went to bed, which was 9 o'clock because I had a little bar event for the Cornhole League. I had no idea that Willis Reed passed away when I went to that bar. So I walked in, and the first person I saw, I was like, man, tough, huh, with Willis? I'm like, Willis who? Like, what's up? <laughs> and he goes, uh, Willis Reed died? I'm like, oh, I, I had no idea. I felt yeah. weird, actually, not knowing. And to me, what I have done right now it's on my phone but a lot of times if I find myself looking at it too much when I'm home I take it off the phone and then I don't even think to go to it until the next morning when I get here yeah you know and it's now I'm also not in fairness I have distractions called children Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there's no need to even contemplate thinking about it when I'm on the practice field or running them around the practice or a game or the training and it's just that helps that does help
0: yeah I use it as just like a I don't know. You snap some boredom. Something to do and something to read. Yeah, but I'm trying to think because that is where I get my news from. Right, so, that's the problem. Right. So I follow news I follow, you know, nj.com yeah. and news 12 and Asbury Park Press and the New York Post. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting actual news from it as well to stay in the loop of yeah. things. And there are other things sprinkled in too that I enjoy Like following. the music. Yeah. And then You know, of course, the political stuff makes its way in, you know, but I also like to know what's going on with that. See, like I dropped uh, following all the,
1: for a while I was following Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, because I thought, you know, the presidential elections, you kind of need to know what's going on. And there were so many conflicting stories and opinions on the same topics. I realized everybody's just slanting their opinion or their take towards their opinion. I'm not learning anything. Instead, it's just clouding my mind with nonsense. I got rid of them
0: all, and I don't follow them anymore. But I wonder, like, where, like, the people, like, when I do this poll, and and Spike's point of Twitter, too, is the amount of people on Twitter is not nearly as much as you think it is. So people that are not on Twitter, that are not checking Twitter, how are they getting their news these days?
1: I guess you go online, and you log into the same way... If I want to get sports news, I go to ESPN.com or cbsports.com
0: Yeah, I never think to even do that.
1: And I do read the New York Post. I do check the post the sim uh, the same amount of times at home as I do Twitter. I check the post every at least once every day when I'm home to see if anything around the world is broken. Do you I go do on, do do you use
0: an app for that, or you just go
1: on the? No, I just go on the New York. And I because I'm not going to read all the like my idea is to see what the front page is. I'm not looking and skimming articles. I want to see does anything happen in the world that I'm not aware of? I log in. if I see it's some tabloidy thing, oh good, I'm done, click right off it. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. And
0: I'm trying to think like before Twitter, what did I do with my time? And I do think like I've always had with this job going all the way back. yeah, the RSS news feeds, mm-hmm. right? So you have these news feeds mm-hmm. aggregators. That any time ESPN posts something, it goes to my news feed, and, and that's its own thing. Right. I think I was just constantly checking that. You're, you maybe? But why? I don't know. Because I don't need it. I don't know. At night, I like to write up what's going on. Yeah. I start my show sheet at night. But wh- I can just look at it at night. Correct. Look at it here in the morning before the show. Well, I don't know
1: why I do it all day here long. Here would be maybe one reason why. If you, We always talk about, I was told you I was going to replace the deck piece by piece. Yeah. Well, if you do it piece by piece and you put it together, it doesn't seem seem overwhelming. If you don't touch any of it all day, and then all of a sudden at 8 p.m., you're like, all right, let me make the show sheet. What if it was a monster day in sports news? You'd be overwhelmed. Yes. At least if you're doing it little by little, it's never too much.
0: Right. That could be why. That that is, yes, that's a big part
1: of it. And I don't think that's a bad reason either. I think that makes total sense.
0: It's the same with, like, checking your email. If you check your email all day, because at the end of the day, if you wait and do it, you're like... All these things. Yes,
1: which is another thing I do poorly. Yeah. That's another thing that uh, I'll check it at like 5 o'clock. I'm like, oh, my God, 38 emails or 100 emails. Because I turn every notification on my phone is off except for text messages. That's it. I don't want notification from Twitter. Yep. Instagram, ESPN, NFL. My my son's phone sounds like an alarm is going off for 24 straight hours because the amount of notifications that pop up. Mine is as quiet as quiet can be. And that goes for emails too. Not interested.
0: Yeah, the only I, I do get the message, text messages, and the phone ring. Of course, of those course are those two ring. things. But I'm the same. I don't have any other. Nope, don't want them. Uh, and Gina's phone is like ding, 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 ding. The only one I keep on is the video cameras. That I do. If keep something on. comes
1: up, yeah. yes, that I do keep on.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm, I I really want to get better at it, and I also don't know. Like when I hear this guy Sam Harris was on talking about getting off Twitter and how his life is so much better. Yeah, I don't know if that's. People genuinely being genuine about it or it talking your, themselves into it. I think it clears, clears <throat> your mind. Like there are days, especially when, so here's where,
1: this is where I will say I understand what you, what you go through. When I'm with Rutgers on the road, I'm bored. Right. You know, on a, on a game day where we don't have to leave the hotel until five o'clock. I, what am I doing all day? Nothing. And I do. I watch a movie. I check Twitter just because it's out of boredom. And I will tell you, at the end of those days, like my, like my I'm tired of looking at the phone. I don't have that during the week when I'm
0: home. Right. But on those trips, oh, my God. I'm like, stop. And I'm so adamant about not watching TV mm-hmm. during the day. Like I don't put the TV on until 7 o'clock at night. But I'm still staring at a screen all Which day. Which is worse, probably. Yeah. Because
1: it's so small right in front of your face. The light can't be good for your eyes.
0: It's also just like, I'm going to go home now and eat lunch. I'll have the screen in front of me while I'm eating my lunch. Why you read a book? I don't know. While you're eating lunch, I don't know.
1: Or a magazine. Go buy a magazine. Go buy a music magazine on the way home. But I feel like I'm I'm reading the news in some ways. But you are, but it's different. It is different. I think the I think the light in the eyes is different. Yeah, I think the little print is different. the oh, print in the magazine is small too. I guess
0: I don't know. And then even when I try to do when I do something constructive, like like to me, I think playing playing a musical instrument is constructive. You've got to use your brain. You're getting better. Yeah, and you got to use your brain. Hundred percent. So I'll sometimes I'll do that, but I like to take a break from that. But. And read Twitter. Yep. <laughs> I was kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was joking. That's it. That's what I do. Yeah. That's not.
1: I don't think it's healthy. It's not healthy. I really do mean it when I say I would quit it if it wasn't for the calendars now. Yeah. Which is a big. It's a. It's a very good way to let our listeners know that they're out there. I. You know. I put one tweet out and people will see it and it's. I hate to say that, but it's true. You
0: know. Yeah, I also, much like the Sam Harris was saying, I, that, that every once in a while something great comes from it. Yeah, for sure. Something really helpful yep. for my life. You know, something about the foods I eat that I'm really into, interested in. Like, I do get stuff. Listeners, I do like communicating with the good, the people mm-hmm. who are nice and communicative, yeah. right? And then I also get annoyed myself and I'm not talking about celebrities. I'm talking about, like, the food ingredients people I follow. They're not celebrities. Mm-hmm. But they have a following. So if I write to them or comment to them about something and they don't write me back, I'm like, what the fuck? The fu- who the fuck? Who are they? Meanwhile, that's how they're getting through their day, not reaching Correct. out to everybody. Using the social media to to put their stuff out there. And but being not selective. Nec- but not necessarily engaging
1: in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They engage, but to a... Certain level. Yeah. And then that's it. We're
0: done for the day. Yes. I know. I know. I got to. Because what happens is like there are things in my house I would love to. I would love to paint uh, another wall. So why want not do that today? Right. Because that looks like a large task and not doing that sounds better. You're a man of small things. Yeah. I like small steps. I hear
1: you. Well, but there, a wall is not. See, to me, painting a wall is not a big project. Painting the houses, yeah. or painting three rooms on a Saturday is, painting a
0: wall should take you an hour. Yeah, the problem, though, is that you still have to do the setup, the cleanup, which oh, at that point sure. you may as well do a room.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: Yeah, that is true. See, I don't set up anymore. I don't
1: I don't tape. I don't put plastic down. I just go. You do? Oh, 100%. I haven't done that in years. Once I learned to buy the right brush, done with all that crap. Yeah. Plus, the paint bleeds through that blue tape, which is not as good as they that advertise. That is true. The frog tape might be a little bit better. Still not great. Yeah. So I just paint it. Well, that's that.
0: You just make sure you put the brush up against the thing. And Correct.
1: And then you get a nice sharp edge if you do it properly. Yeah. I yeah, like painting.
0: You got to show me this uh, fancy brush you're talking it's about. A, you that's buy a, a nice
1: expensive Purdy brush. Purdy? That's Purdy got dude. a nice angled brush edge. Yeah. And then you can, man, and you make sure the wall side is dry and clear of paint when you dip the paint in you make sure you get it off and then Mm, interesting it's tremendous really it's made painting enjoyable for yeah because that oh the taping of the edge what a pain in the ass that is yeah and you have a steady hand yeah take your time around the edges yeah i should do that you should I you feel should. so good, Jerry. I was so f- I had so much fun yesterday with the dumpster was there. Oh yeah, your dumpster. My backyard is clear of all crap now. Oh, was it great it's just throwing outstanding. things doosh, into it was the fun. dumpster, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't throw them because I laid them down to maximize space. Oh, right. you want to maximize cause space. Cuz I bought a I got a smaller one I didn't need and I'm done. I still have plenty of room in it. So buying the small one that we did was perfect and I still have room for more
0: stuff. No, will you reach out to your neighbors and say, hey, you want to throw anything in my dumpster? No, because I'm not done yet. Oh, because you don't I'm going to try and to clear space. out
1: some crap in the basement in the attic now. Nice. I have it for a few more days. Why not? Don't you have that uh, hot water heater down in your basement? Yeah, but I don't know if I can put that in there. Yeah. And at this point, I might not have enough room for that. I might. I'm not sure. I have to look. I have to look. It was tremendous, though. Yeah. It was a half hour. It's all it took. I'm like, oh, you can pick it up now. <laughs> but we're keeping it a few more
0: days. I love the idea of a dumpster. It's great. Yeah, tremendous. I'm with you. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. And then tomorrow is, what day is tomorrow? Thursday. Wow, Thursday. All right, Jerry. We'll see you on a Thursday then. So
1: we have a mic and you have a phone call the fan at 877-337-6666 powered by superbook sports visit superbook.com
0: good morning campers alan jerry don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sound. How do you say we do
1: this? 501, soon to be 502. His name is the Eddie Scusario. It's good to see him across from me. He's about 15 feet straight to my left. His name is Albert Benjamin Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Is we... it, though? Is it, though? It is. All right, good. I'm glad it's to hear it. It's a good morning. I couldn't uh... tell listening to Sal if it was a good morning or not, so I'm glad to see you're having a good morning. Yeah, I
0: was actually in here with uh, the studio quiet. Yeah. I, uh, we're a studio full studio over from where Sal broadcast from. I did not have it on because mm. I wanted to concentrate. Plus, I I, I can't stick the, the, the same callers. I want to murder the callers. Like, I hate them.
1: Actually, a bunch of different ones today, believe it or not. I don't believe that. No, there were. There were, definitely were. There were because you had a lot of, uh, in that last hour, you had, I would say, um, callers from different parts of the world that were calling
0: Every time I have it's so it the same different. guys. They call the same yeah, yeah. time. I just I want to strangle them. And it's the same time, too. Is right. That's like what you just mean. said. It's like right? the same time. It's, yeah. a, it's too much. You touched
1: a nerve with the World Baseball Classic, so you had some people that clearly were not maybe from here that spoke with an accent that were calling up. So it was a little all different. A right. little different. But I so, so, get your point.
0: Yeah, so I'm in here. It's quiet. Eddie wasn't in that room, so that volume wasn't up in there. And I still heard screaming <laughs> coming from down the hallway. I was like, oh my gosh, he's got to be going nuts on when these I, people.
1: When I walked by just to come in, I can't
0: see him. All I could see were his hands. Yeah. <laughs> his hands were flying all over the place. But you got, Jerry, exactly what you said yesterday when you go. Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, it would be. And if in was. the world baseball classic championship game, you had Shohei Otani Otani facing off against Mike Trout. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, Jerry? And,
1: and it wasn't even that. It was better than that because it yeah. was a one run game, bottom of the ninth inning. It was cool. It, it was It got to a or
0: three top of the ninth, I guess. Uh, it was a three the game was three two, right? Yes. Two outs. And a three-two count. Correct. I mean, it does not get any better than that. Correct. It was it was neat. Now I wasn't up watching it live.
1: I saw the first, I guess I saw the first five innings. I want to say maybe the first four innings I saw, and then I woke up and, and heard what happened, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" I mean, that's like
0: that's like storybook. Yeah, Otani struck out Mike Trout three-two pitch. I was uh, reading also this morning an uh, interesting statistic, and I tend to for some reason get these wrong when I then. Relay them on the air. <laughs> yes, so I'm going to hope I got this right. Okay, that said, of Mike Trout's six thousand eight hundred something at bats, only twenty four times did he strike out with three swinging and missing all three times. I could be. I could see that which which happened yesterday. Yeah, to I Ohtani. could see that as opposed
1: to fouling one off, taking a pitch. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a crazy number. It does but. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. That's I what guess. I'm saying,
0: I, uh, maybe I maybe my my reading of the statistic maybe. was incorrect, but I, I'm pretty sure I read that correctly. My like, guess
1: would be if you were that taken
0: by it, you yeah. probably got it right. Yeah, because I, I be reread wrong. it. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw think it. you got it right. I let me ingest this because I wasn't even understanding what, it, what they were saying. Right. I'm going to say you probably got that right. Thank you. That would be my guess. Yeah. So, it was, it was cool. Another cool environment last night. Yeah, and that now, was cool. Now it's over. We're done. That's it, it's over. There's no complaining. No that's more complaining. It. No. No more yelling. Uh, this I, guy, Maury, who calls every day, Sally, goes, I'm over the baseball classic. Yeah, well, good, because it's over. It is over. <laughs> There's nothing it's, to get over. Right.
1: <laughs> They're done with you, too. It's finished. Uh, here's another thing. Another reason we have to cancel spring training games.
0: What happened I don't now?
1: know if you saw Austin Nola on Sunday, which I didn't see until this
0: morning. You see, he took a fastball on the face on Sunday. I did not see this. How are we just getting this news? We've got the internet. We've got highlight shows. We've got shows desperate for content. How do we now just know this? This
1: would be my guess. Weekends are busy. So when you come in on Monday, we're so New York-driven with everything that's happened over the weekend. I think it did get lost. Um, I didn't see this. He got hit square in the face by a pitch from uh, Michael Fulmer, who the Mets drafted years and years ago. And it looked ugly and he i guess the news yesterday is he, he hopes to be back in time for spring tra- spring training and some for opening day. It didn't break his face. I don't know if it broke his nose, but it was ooh. I mean, he and you could see on the video like square in the face.
0: Man, imagine Ugh. getting hit in the face with a fastball and it happens on the weekend so no one covers it. <laughs> well, I covered it a couple days it in later in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't cover it. That was happened in San Diego? It
1: happened in Arizona, at spring training. He's with a podcaster. Padre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really ugly video. This is, so that's a We've seen this now too many times. Yeah, even just in spring training, people mm-hmm. getting hit in the face. Yeah, not good. Yeah. What does that sound like when you hit in the face?
0: Oh! <laughs> it's worse than that, probably. Slow motion, it crushing <laughs> your nose. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure people have slowed it down. So we don't have a bone in our nose. That's just cartilage. W- yes. Yeah. No bone nose. <laughs> so when they say you break your nose, you really just snap the cartilage, well, I suppose. Yeah. You're breaking something. Something's in there. But what, like when you see a what am I scal- feeling here? But when you see a skull, <laughs> there's no nose on it. It just has the spot where the nose goes. That's a good you point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm trying to do... Hmm. It's cartilage, Jerry. That's a lot of cartilage. Yeah, it's, it's bone. It's, it's hard cartilage. Yeah, it's bone. It's kind of like a bone. Didn't people start eating
1: shark cartilage? Yes. That was a thing for that a while, a right? That was a thing, yeah. get yeah, that in vitamin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no what else is weird, too? A lot. The nose... You know, that's hard, and it's not a bone. Boneless. Same with your schween when it does that thing, when it transforms. Oh, fills up with
1: blood. Yeah. Right. Your nose doesn't fill up with blood unless you get hit in the face by a baseball. (laughs) When
0: you you hit the face with a baseball, try convincing somebody your nose isn't just filled up with blood. Because that it is, Jerry. That it is, no doubt. No doubt. I also saw one of the things that we brought up again yesterday, Jerry. It came back in the news again. Yesterday we were talking about... When I was like, oh, in this World Baseball Classic, I go, we need a dominant pitcher for USA. Who are we going to use to shut down Japan? And we were looking at the roster going, like, who are these guys? Well, Rob Manfred said he wants more star pitchers in the WBC next year. Just like we've got star players in the lineup, yep. Let's get some of our star pitchers in there. I think he's right. We got to beat Japan.
1: Yeah, I don't love it though. That's the one thing I don't like about it. The I pitchers? don't. I just, yeah, I just I don't feel like you know. You heard Scherzer. We talked about this yesterday. I just don't think unless they're doing all, unless they're getting their arms prepped properly in yeah. December and January. And you want to? You want these guys to take a break. I don't love that. Hmm. I really don't. That having been said, so I'm watching the game last night, and I was looking at, we mentioned a couple of these names yesterday. The pitchers? Yeah. Aaron Loop, Kyle Freeland. Eh, this guy comes in. I don't even know who he is. Last name is Adam. I don't know who he is. He pitched a scoreless inning. How about that? But I didn't know who he was. Um, Bednar, we talked about him yesterday. Bednar. Like It was basically pitch by committee yeah. last night for the U.S., so I understand what he's saying. Don't care. And same, thing for the, same thing for Japan, by the way, too.
0: Oh, they, they weren't throwing out. They their had star five pitchers. pitchers or six pitchers. Well, Otani, well I mean, Otani pitched, yeah. and you also had um, ah from the Padres. You Darvish pitched. You think? though, because when I watched the final pitch of Otani striking out Mike Trout, and they are teammates, as we know, I would think there would be. He was like celebrating right in your face. Yeah. Because in that moment, he's not his teammate. Yeah, that sucks, Jerry. That's going to ruin it for the Angels. No title run for them. But it didn't ruin it for Japan. Or Japan. Did I see, someone sent me a
1: note that 93% of the population was watching these games in Japan.
0: I did see that. 93%. That they had more viewers than the Super Bowl does here.
1: Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that is cool. It's important to some. Very important. Others there. that we know, not so much. <laughs> Sal doesn't care for <laughs> it. No, but in other places, it's a big deal. It really yeah. is. So I th- listen. You can hate it all you want. It's it's actually a really cool event, and the atmosphere is off the charts.
0: I love a good atmosphere. Yeah, I know Jerry. you do. You could always sign me up. Speaking of atmosphere, the Mets, Jerry, have launched City Field Cadillac Club. Yes. It's uh, out there in right field. Right field, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be $25,000 for the top seat. Now, it's is that funny. a season ticket or is that for one game? I would
1: think that's for a season. Oh, okay. That's a season pass, I would think. Season ticket, All I right. would think. Maybe it's a game. I don't know. I can't imagine it would be for a <laughs> game. But then again, I sit there and say there's a lot of people with a lot of money. Like, my first thought when I saw that was... I'm Boomer's <laughs> yep. He'll be there. My, my first thought was, are we insane with these prices? But then I'm like, why? There are guys out there that spend six figures every year on a golf membership. Yep. If this is a season ticket, and it's only ones, so which is why it tells me it's for the season. So if you buy four of them, it's hundred grand. But if you're going to do that to play golf, here you get 81 games. Like, why wouldn't you? It's only 30, I think there's only
0: 30 tickets and they're tiered. Yeah, 25 to 30 tickets it says. I guess they haven't figured that out yet. And then if you, yeah, it's per seat. Mm-hmm.
1: But there and are cheaper buy, tickets. And,
0: yeah, there are cheaper tickets. Like 15,000. <laughs> yeah, and okay. you can buy uh, guest passes. So if you, Jerry, sign up for this $25,000 uh, season Yeah, I'm gonna, thing, I got two of them. You're going to get two of them? Yeah, then we'll also get, get me uh, some passes. I think like they go also. It'll be a members-only speakeasy. What the hell is a speakeasy? <laughs> Isn't a
1: speakeasy like a bar that doesn't look like a bar? Isn't that essentially? I, what I it thought is? it was like
0: it. It, it uh, started in prohibition. Yeah, well, we're not in prohibition anymore. So why are no, we calling like, this a speakeasy? Well, because it's like a style. It's it's a it's a throwback kind of a thing. You know, where people used to you didn't talk about the speakeasy or you talked quietly but about it but they put it. out a press release about it <laughs> i understand i'm talking about the the <laughs> etymology of the word right but i'm saying that is still the word the word hasn't changed why are why are they using the phrase because speakeasy? it's going to be styled after the old style speakeasies you have to knock on a door to get in <laughs> maybe what's the code word <laughs> cash <I> got, cash <laughs> Cash, cash, give me cash. Now let me into this speakeasy. Oh, uh, but I've it get right? a That's part of it
1: too. Like it was camouflaged or you didn't know what it was, yeah. kinda no. hidden. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah.
0: So maybe This maybe. is not hidden. This is in right
1: field. Maybe you're not gonna be allowed to drink in your seats and you gotta go hide and have your drink. I don't know. It's a speakeasy. That's we just a way see. of saying
0: we uh, we gotta charge you twenty five thousand dollars, so we're gonna call it a speakeasy. I think it's creative. Especially and listen, if no one buys
1: it, it'll be a Speak not so easy, and I'll have to lower the prices. But I think
0: it's a cool thing if it works. Whatever. I have a feeling this isn't a season pass, Jerry. You think it's for one game? Yeah, because otherwise, like, what's Evan paying for Mets season tickets? Mm. It's not cheap.
1: So if he's got eighty-one games, I would say on a I would say fifty bucks a game, probably. So four thousand dollars per ticket.
0: All right, Jerry. Season memberships for the New York Mets. In a full season. You want to know what a full season membership costs? you? yeah, sure. Is that why you asking me? But that makes I sense
1: because Evans tickets, up. Evans tickets, though they're not field level, they are right behind home plate.
0: Are they only four grand a season? Well, if if
1: if they average out to about fifty dollars a ticket, I don't know. I mean, if they're a hundred dollars a ticket, you're at eight thousand dollars. So the twenty five grand is still significantly more. I might more. do that then.
0: Twenty five grand. Then I can. And you sh- might do that. Yeah. What if I did this? Twenty five grand, mm-hmm. and then I sell my speakeasy uh, ticket I'm a couple sure times you... a time. I pay pay it right off. Well,
1: that's what, but that's what Evan does with his tickets. You know, like Evan will. It's why he's smart about it. With the Nets, he's got Nick season tickets. He's got his Mets season tickets, and he sells specific games, trying to get some of the money back, so that in the end, it's not costing him nearly as much as it looks like on the surface. You could do that, I'm sure. Spend twenty five thousand dollars, like for instance. You know how much you could get for those seats when the Mets play the Yankees? A lot of money, Jerry,
0: $25,000. Now,
1: part of the beauty of having those seats is that you want to go to those games, but if you're trying to get your money back, maybe if they're playing the Yankees two or three times at City Field, you go to one, you sell the other two.
0: Yeah, it says that members have assigned seats to every Mets home game. Yeah, so that's a season ticket. And look at this, Jerry, complimentary parking, food, soft drinks, beer, and wine. Oh, there you go. So you know what? So that's That's another—that's
1: another another twenty-something dollars a game for the parking. I think twenty-five for the parking, maybe even thirty. I'm not sure. So that you're saving, and that's what twenty-four hundred dollars on parking. Does that sound right? Thirty dollars times eighty-one. That's twenty-four hundred dollar value. And the food, the liquor, and the wine. I got to be honest with you. I think it's a bargain. Me too.
0: I'm with you now. Talking this through. You want to go
1: halves? Twelve five each. No, actually, they're only going to have thirty of them. Right. They're so that is a no time ticket. Absolutely. Go, are we allowed to split it? That I don't know. Eddie, would your wife allow you to go thirds with us? No.
0: <laughs> He'd have to run that by his financial advisors. They'd be like, you're not going out. Now, the, only <laughs> way, the way that they could sweeten this deal for me, Jerry, get me to the game. If they got me a driver to the game, I'd pay. That's not going I'm not driving happen. to the game and sitting in traffic. And uh, You know what, though? Here's the problem with this idea. We really need two of them. You
1: can't buy one ticket.
0: No, you can't roll up there. By so we yourself. need
1: we need fifty thousand, not not twenty five. Fifty
0: thousand dollars. So we'll now look. it's
1: twenty five each. I'm out. Right now I'm out.
0: Or you can you get one of us buys the season ticket and then you can buy guest passes for each game.
1: Yeah, I guess, That's but right. how is that going to work? You can have a seat.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have a seat. That's why they're only selling thirty. So you are telling me, there's sixty seats in there's there. There's more than that.
1: Okay, there's over
0: hundred, I believe.
1: All right, so if you want to, how about this? You buy the ticket.
0: All right. I got to put out the twenty.
1: You put 000? yes, cuz you're loaded. And then you've are single 53, no kids, never been married. Yes, you're putting out the 25k. Okay. I will be in charge then of the resales. Oh nice. And ticket distribution. Okay. And we'll make money. This <laughs> like my, like my Zion a no Williamson brainer, idea Jerry from years ago. <laughs> They're supposed to be good. This is supposed to be a really good team. I'm in. As long
0: as you lay out the cash. That'd be a terrible move. I know I would <laughs> I regret you know, I, I always regret everything I ever do. Yeah. I would regret this. Well, how
1: much do you think so twenty five thousand if Evans were four thousand? Yeah. And if it's a hundred dollars would be eight thousand, right? So the value of this is approximately what are we saying? Two fifty a game, is that right? Two fifty
0: a ticket per game? I don't know. I gotta get a calculator. No, it's more than that. It's three
1: hundred. It's three hundred.
0: Calculator with a coastal. It's
1: approximately three hundred dollars a game. I think we can get that.
0: I think we can get that too. Because you don't have to get it for every game. You can get it higher for Yankees. Right. Phillies. And we're telling people Dodges. you're
1: getting your liquor. Yep. And you're getting your parking and you're getting snacks. Liquor and snacks. Jerry. Bargain. I gotta tell you, whoever's there terrible. in the mid- yeah, they're thinking it's not over terrible. there. I like the idea. All right, we're going to devise a plan during the break. Perfect. And then when we come back, we'll let you know how many tickets we're going to buy. Eddie's out. We're in. And then Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock on the fan. All right, nice to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. They call it uh, Hump Day. It's 25 after 5, warm-up show till 6. Boomer and Geo with a huge Wednesday program on tap.
0: Jerry, I was reading about uh, ESPN and how their layoffs coming. And a lot all of layoffs. Stuff. A lot of layoffs. And, in fact, I even saw Stephen A. Smith say, you know, they said there will be no sacred cows, Jerry, meaning everyone could potentially be on that list. No, he's a- just No,
1: he's sacred. He's... He's or like a he, moneymaker.
0: He was saying he was worried about it. He's not worried. He's he's what they call a needle mover. That's true. So with he's w- good. So with layoffs looming...
1: Yeah. This has got to be great if you're one of those people that think they might be getting fired. Yeah, they just re up to Chris Russo. Correct. So I guess he's not getting fired. So I guess he's not a sacred cow.
0: Or is a sacred he cow? Is. How does that work? That he's, means he is
1: a sacred cow. He is safe. He's another needle mover.
0: You are safe and... Did they ever look at the ratings like before he came on and now that he's on? Like, is that I don't know if difference? they look at ratings. I think they look at mean... YouTube views. <laughs> That's what I think.
1: That's what I think. Everything is now a YouTube view. They look at TikTok trends, Jerry. Did you see the photo yesterday? Speaking of uh, YouTube or social media, did you see the photo that Tom Brady took yesterday and posted? I did not. He and Mr. Beast.
0: Oh, is that right? The yes. YouTube phenomenon. Yes,
1: the YouTube phenomenon. Are himself.
0: they doing something together?
1: I don't know. I just saw Brady posted a photo with Mr. Beast and posted it on. I saw, I I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram or I'm not sure where it was, but I did see it before I left here. I'm like, look at this, Tom Brady. Who do you think is more famous, Tom Brady
0: or Mr. Beast? That is a a great question. Right. When you take kids into the mix. Everyone. Wow. In the entire world, Jerry, from one year old to 100 years old. Who is more popular?
1: I can't believe I'm going to say this. I might say Mr. Beast. Yeah. It's possible. I think he's worldwide. He's got, what, 250 million subscribers on his YouTube channel? And he's on all these different countries. They dub the the voices.
0: And wildly successful all over the world. I would say Mr. Beast. How about that? So Tom Brady was trying to get, he's like, Tom Brady was probably like, if I get a photo of Mr. Beast, I could get some clout here on social media. Well, yeah.
1: it's certainly
0: possible how old are
1: his kids Brady's I don't know because I was going to say does he have one that's young enough that might be interested in Mr. Beast definitely definitely young enough to be interested in Mr. Beast okay I'm checking his YouTube I want to see what the number's up to I might be young enough to be into Mr. Beast Uh, uh, you're really not young enough to be into anything well 130 I'm sorry not 250 138 million subscribers on YouTube
0: nice so that's a lot that is uh, that is a lot that is pretty good now, uh, yesterday, Jerry, I told you that uh, I was banning any sort of Aaron Rodgers news or discussion unless we got actual news about Aaron Rodgers. And this is really news without any news, right? So, so I said, don't bring me your same old Aaron Rodgers information. If you've got new information, I'm interested in hearing it. Are we going with the uh, the Packer guy? Or are we going with the coffee mo- the coffee shop coffee picture? Shop. But that's not news.
1: Well, he had coffee yesterday. So. so what? He also went to the bathroom, ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and but, probably did weird things to himself. Great. But he didn't do that publicly. He did go
0: get a coffee publicly, Jerry. No, 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 no. He might have. This was just photographed. He got an iced coffee at Longevity Coffee in Thousand Oaks, California. Longevity
1: Coffee, where they yeah. take scans of your brain before you leave. <laughs> and then they show you.
0: <laughs> You're right. The Princeton Longevity Coffee Center in Thousand Oaks, California. That sounds lovely, by the yeah. way. Yeah, Enjoy an iced coffee and uh, get your body scanned. That sounds wonderful. Yep. So he chatted up two people, Jerry. I saw crystal clear photos of him enjoying this iced coffee.
1: Well, it is 2023. I certainly hope we can get a crystal clear photo at this we, point.
0: I still don't see any crystal clear photos of UFOs or Bigfoot or Loch Ness monsters. Here's
1: why. They don't exist. False. Well, you don't know that, nor do I. I could be right, I could be wrong. Yeah. So uh Billy Joel sung about that once.
0: Which what which thought You may be right. I may, may be crazy. Be right. So to say there was no Aaron Rodgers news yesterday would be That was not news. An inaccuracy. That was not news. What about the news that GM Packers GM Mark Murphy says he's sworn to secrecy to say nothing? Again, right. The news is nothing. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that the news of the Packers GM He's sworn the secrecy Here's and Aaron the- Rodgers having a nice coffee are both not news, Jerry? Here's the news I want. All right. Tell me when he's traded. You That's want to it. know when it's officially done?
1: Until then, there's nothing. Hmm. We're just waiting for a transaction to happen. Otherwise, not interested. I don't care where he goes for coffee, what he has for lunch. What if he grabs a beer later with, today? Don't care about him drinking a beer. Hmm. I just want to know when he gets traded.
0: Okay. Or
1: retires. Oh. Both are still on the table. Well, it I suppose. Is. I suppose. That'd be some Would kick you in be the balls. stunned if two weeks from now Aaron Rodgers came out and said,
0: "You know what? I've had enough." I would be stunned. Would you really? Yes. I would not be. That He's be so me. strange. I would not be. I would be so stunned, Jerry, you'd have to slap me in the face to
1: wake me up. Like you don't think at some point the idea goes through his head. Did I say I want to play for yeah. the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> right when he sees like all the bloopers from over the yes, years, the Jets, the Jets. I did say that. Hmm. This is also a guy that said he was ninety percent retired
0: <laughs> till he came out of the darkness and got pissed off by what the Correct. Packers were saying. Right, because they were shopping
1: him without like, telling. Oh, him. Oh, really? Yeah. Well,
0: maybe I will play and kick your asses this year. That's exact. Yes,
1: do I do. The Jets play. I know they play the NFC East. They do, do the not Jets play, the, play Packers? the Packers. They don't. They do not. They I actually
0: just played the Packers this past season. Oh, so then that's not right. Gonna play them for a while. You got Jets Cowboys this
1: year in uh, in Dallas. Probably Thanksgiving. That's what everyone's saying. I think that's possible. Very possible. Yeah. Who's? I don't even remember who the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving this year. I do. I have no idea. No recollection. I'm Isn't not that true. terrible? I'd have to
0: sit here and think who was in the Super Bowl. How the hell do I not remember that? Yeah. Huh. How about this? I saw this story and I don't like it. Eagles and Chiefs. I don't like this story. Okay. Fairleigh Dickinson University, Jerry. Their, <laughs> this didn't take long. <laughs> their head coach Tobin Anderson has already agreed. He's gone to take over Iona on a five-year deal, replacing Mr. Rick Pitino. Here's my
1: question with with Fairleigh Dickinson: All these commercials they have spent a lot of money on here at the radio station. Yeah. They specifically say we would like to congratulate head coach Tobin Anderson. Yeah. so... <laughs>
0: There's, you should be required to make two great runs before you can leave. Yeah, you would think, but, but that's that not the way. That's
1: not the way it works. Unfortunately, but that's what
0: happened with the dude at St. Peter's too, right? St. Peter's had that great run. immediately. Not, yes, he went Seton to Seaton Hall. Hall. Correct. That Everyone wants true. to step it up. I
1: think partly because it's the ceiling. You look. You're looking at how far you can actually take a program. So let's say, and I, I don't listen. I don't love it either. I don't because we sit there and we would kill a student athlete for leaving. Yes. Which I don't think we do anymore, quite frankly. And, you know, the rules before, you had to sit for a year, but a coach could leave and do whatever the hell he wanted. So I feel the, the playing field is more level now than it's ever been. So that's fine. But I think if you're, to be fair, you're Tobin Anderson. You just had this really, I don't want to say unwarranted, that's not fair, but they didn't even win their conference tournament, so they shouldn't have been there. Right. But but they had an opportunity, and they took advantage of that opportunity. They beat the number one, a one seed, not the one number one team in the country, but a one seed, and then played really well in the second round. If he doesn't take the Iona job, which is... Cash! It's cash! <laughs> Give me cash! Absolutely. If he doesn't take the Iona job, and then let's say that's their ceiling, he may never get another opportunity, and this might be it. Yeah. So if you want to climb the ladder and get to a big program, because Iona is a solid place to be... You still want to get to that Big East level, I would think. I think you have to go. But it sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. It sucks, it sucks were, for the school. It does. Because they were excited. They, yeah. uh, how about um, the players? You the just players. told them how much you love them. Right. You could probably be able to get some
1: recruits for next year's team. Yeah. That's like getting married, going on the honeymoon, and then getting divorced when you come home.
0: Yeah. It goes, oh, it turns out there's a hotter woman <laughs> who's interested in me. That, that is true. Ooh. Yeah. That is true very true I don't like that one bit Jerry
1: so yeah there was a lot of basketball really? news yesterday with patino and then him
0: really rubbed me the wrong way I,
1: I totally understand I get it
0: but I but your explanation makes sense as well yeah it, it, what are but you gonna it, do it still stinks yeah it just does but everybody does for themselves would you say Jerry there are no winners in that or is Tobin Anderson the winner I He's the winner. He is.
1: Unless it's he just, goes there and sucks. It stinks that you leave behind the program that in, you know, 10 months you turned around. Right. But he I guess you could say he did his job. I don't know. I suppose. But what's funny was just the day prior, he was on NBC. Was it Good Morning America? Or is that yeah. ABC? I forget. He was on one of those channels. Like just, you know, what they did. It was great. My team loved my guy. All
0: this. And then 24 hours later, gone. Yeah. Ah, uh, see, because you know, and clearly that deal with Iona wasn't done that day. Like it was, I mean, when he was doing these interviews, he was already knew he was. I would think so, a goner.
1: Well, you know what's funny about that though? Like, when do you think those conversations begin? Because we knew about Rick Pitino. That was there was no secret there. We knew that the St. John's wanted him. Once Mike Anderson was let go, it was like, all right, we're going after Rick Pitino. Fine. Who was Tobin Anderson? Before they beat Purdue. That's it. Right after that game. Yes. You he probably think... gets
0: in the locker room. woohoo!
1: And you think his agent says, yep. uh, by the way, just so you know, we've his... got another school looking yeah. at you. You might be right. So this all happens in the span of like three or four days, yeah. basically. Yes. It's amazing. Because it wasn't after winning a playing game. There's no way that's why. It's got to be after the Purdue game.
0: And I know the answer to this, Jerry, but for the audience, where is Iona? Where is that school? I have no, I don't know.
1: Oh. Is it at Long Island? New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Ro- Rochelle. <laughs> 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 New Rochelle. New that, Rochelle? That's one school locally that I've never been at yeah. in terms of calling a game. I believe Iona, I think I did an Iona-Columbia game at
0: Columbia once, but I've never been there. I don't think, anyway. All right, so that's not really going from Fairleigh Dickinson, which is over by where the Jets play lauren park new jersey i thought it was in teaneck i think there's two campuses okay well the one where they play is in teaneck oh is that right yes gina and i were just having this discussion <laughs> the other day i'm pretty sure because the, the one the campus over by where the jets facility is is beautiful Yeah, you know, i'm sure
1: it's a beautiful area let's see now i got to find out where is fdu's yeah like where is where yeah where
0: do they play i mean teaneck. i have neck stinks we- <laughs> no, it doesn't. I just see where like, the airport is. Yeah, I don't like that. It's too much going on over there in t Let's see. And. FTs
1: basketball. Is this right? The Rothman Center in Hackensack.
0: We need a house
1: out in Hackensack. <laughs> is that all you get for your money? This is like the Billy Joel hour. <laughs> <laughs> it such a waste of
0: time. Yeah, I thought it was t so it's in Hackensack. Now, Jerry, unlike the uh, FDU head coach, Darius Slayton of the New York football Giants. He is staying with the Giants, Jerry, him. saying, quote, it would have been kind of crazy to leave as soon as we get the thing built. I agree with Yes. Him. I agree. As yes, long as, yes, yes. You know, as long as
1: whether it's him, whoever it is, if you're a free agent and you're in a really good spot, yes, I get trying to make the most money you can. I also know chasing every dollar is not the right thing sometimes. Correct. So if you're in a good spot, you stay where you're at. Right. Until you guys right. fire you.
0: He's right. Like, the ch- Giants are finally getting somewhere. Yeah. Now they're all going to go
1: leave now. Right. And then to go to a loser program yeah. because you made more money. Losers. Eh. I'm with you.
0: I'm a loser.
1: Good. I'm sorry to hear that. Good for him. <laughs> good for him. So 537, we still got more to do. And then Boomer and Gio are going to recap everything in the world of sports. at Six on the fan. All right, it's the Billy Joel hour here on the Fan Alan Jerry till six, quarter to six. Good old Anthony.
0: What else you got? I saw that uh, Willis Reed passed away, Jerry. Yes, Knicks legend. He was uh, eighty years old. Yep, before my time. Yeah,
1: no, me too. Yours as well. I was. Well, I was born in seventy four, so he is before my time. The the you know the bi- the biggest thing with Willis Reed, you always see the video of him coming out in the finals and all that. I I, I don't think I was. I was probably in my mid-20s before I realized he didn't have much of a game, that it was Clyde that had that monster game. I always thought Willis Reed was the one that willed them to that win, and I didn't realize it was more inspirational than anything. The thing that I didn't also realize until today, the injury he had was a torn thigh muscle. Thigh muscle? And he still went out there. And hobbled around and played for like 18 minutes. Oh, he would hate this NBA. Jerry. Yes, that's
0: exactly My what I goodness. was thinking.
1: That's exactly what <laughs> I thought.
0: Dudes taking rest days for no reason. A torn thigh muscle. I'm out here with a torn. I heard he played with two broken legs once. But maybe he, he did. willed himself to get out there. Would you be stunned? No. So yeah, this guy was probably
1: in Boomer's wheelhouse, though, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is the- these teams for Boomer is his childhood. Yeah, he loves Willis Reed and Clyde and guys like that the busher and bradley all those guys so yeah i would say so probably a very sad day for him i would think
0: absolutely oh well, i was saddened just to read it jerry just because i know he's a, a a new york sports legend
1: yes and there are Through not many of them marv albert said yes top three of all time knicks oh is that right in any order read clyde ewing he said this uh recently upon on wcbs 880
0: actually oh is that right they caught up with marv albert they did I think See, by went, the way, I
1: think Marv Albert's phone never stopped ringing yesterday.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah!
1: Because he's the one that had the call, of course. Nick announcer forever. So and Marv still sounds great. Marv has to be in his seventies, doesn't he? Oh, for sure. Maybe older. Yeah, I'm gonna say older. Maybe he is. Yes. I mean, Marv sounded. If I Willis mean,
0: Reed is was eighty,
1: yeah, you would think Marv Albert was older than Willis Reed. Well, Marv was very young when he did when he was calling um, those games.
0: Uh, Marv is 81. Wow. One of my great, great thrills was riding in a private plane with Boomer and Marv Albert. What year was that? I don't know. It was Like 809, something like that?
1: Yeah. It was cool. Was he nice to you? Very nice man, right? super
0: nice. Yeah. Super nice.
1: He was the first guy that I had a call. I'll never forget that. I was nervous calling, trying to book him with Beningo. Yeah. Like super nervous to call him. And then when I did call him, he could not have been a nicer guy.
0: Hi, I'm Jerry. Uh, yes, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> he was... What do you
1: want? <laughs> like, well, uh, Joe pango said you, said you would go on the show. <laughs> yes, I talked to
0: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst. <laughs> he like, was like, so nice, so... though. Like, it makes you so nervous to make those calls. I know. Like, life is so much easier now. You send an email. And right. You know, oh, they didn't respond. They didn't respond or they say no. Or, <laughs> That's or fine. A, or a text. Yeah, that too. But even here, when because Marv came on a bunch of times sure. with Boomer and Carton early on, Marv is an old school guy. Doesn't want to, you to reach out on this cell phone. Doesn't have an email. You have call to call him. and leave him a message. <laughs> I know. I
1: know. <laughs> and I didn't have his number. I had his, I guess... I guess he had an office at the garden. No joke. This was probably ninety-seven, ninety-eight, somewhere around there. When Joe was on the overnight, I'm producing, and he gave me his MSG number. I, th- I think he had an office or wh- whatever he had there. That was the number I was calling, and I was told not to call before four thirty because he's not there till four thirty. And I remember all day nervous. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got an hour to go. Hour to go. <laughs> four o'clock. I like, call. No, nope, not yet. Four thirty. All right, I got to give him a minute to get into his office. And I'm waiting. I'm like, all right, when's too long? And I remember calling him like 450, and he picked up. I was like, oh. <laughs> Did you call him Marv or Mr. Albert? Mr. Albert. You did? Yes. That's respectful, Mr. Albert. I would never always Mr. Albert. He might have even said, call me Marv. I don't remember. But he could not have been nicer. And so, yeah, so he was on WCBS 880
0: yesterday. I remember being on that plane because it was a Monday night game. It was when Boomer was doing radio with yeah. Marv. And we would make the trip sometimes. And I remember the trip was, it was in Minnesota. I think it was the game I met Tony Dorsett on the sideline okay, yeah, yeah. prior to the game. I just remember really, like, locking in on Marv's hair. Because <laughs> it was perfect flight. or fake? Because he's known for his hair. His pieces. Yeah. yeah. And just seeing that on him in person. You were fixated on I it. I was fixated on <laughs> it. But very nice. And and we were having problems getting the plane getting out for whatever reason. And I remember Marv very being very calm, cool, and... Like, I'd be freaking out. I'm Marv Albert. Get me home. He's
1: done 7,000 of those trips at this point. Yeah, That's also one of those moments. I really do. Like, I think Sal had one of these moments this weekend where he's in the dugout with Buck Showalter and was supposed to be there, watched a game with Terry Collins and Billy Epler and was part of the conversation. I think you're on a private plane with Boomer Esiason and Marv Albert, and I think you have to look around and be like, you know, I may not be rich beyond my wildest dreams, but I've kind of made it in yeah, this, this business. That's pretty cool. Like, that's neat. Yeah. You know, because you belonged in that spot. Like, right. right. It wasn't like you just, oh, could I have an autograph? Like, you were supposed to be there with them. Yes. That's kind of cool. And Marv's another one, just looking because I wanted to see how old he was. There's another guy who's had two long lives outside of uh, his, his career, married to his first wife for, let's see, 25. For twenty-seven years, either I imagine divorced, and he's been married to someone else now for twenty-five years. That's like two, two adult lives. He's had two full lives, Jerry. That's, I mean, I'm I'm saddened that his first marriage didn't go long, but
0: that's kind of cool, don't uh, you think? Yeah, Jerry. So it's uh, he has how many kids? He's got the Steve Albert, Al Albert, no, Kenny just Albert. Kenny.
1: I think what
0: isn't Kenny his Where are only kid? All the kid? other Alberts. From? Well, no,
1: Al, Al Albert's his brother. Oh, am I wrong about that? <laughs>
0: Steve I need to Allen. see
1: the Albert family tree. Mar- Isn't Kenny Marv's only son? And then the other ones are his brothers.
0: Yes, correct. Oh. By the way, Marv Albert, one of the great Letterman guests. Yes, back in the day. Back and, in and the day. Great. A lot, too, right? Yeah, he was on a lot. He was really good. And he would do skits with Letterman. Because he was the NBC sports anchor. Yes. People forget about that. Yep. We right, just he was right there the... in the building where Letterman was recording. Yeah. I think he would do live at 5 with the... Uh, Sue Simmons with and Sue Simmons? Chuck Scarborough. <laughs> you mentioned, Jerry, Marv Albert having two lives, really, with the, married to one woman for 27 yes. years, two wives for so long, nine different hair pieces. So that <laughs> as well, Jerry, just the <laughs> breadth, the breadth, the <laughs> breadth of that. You're such a jackass. I wonder what he used to think, like, I'm going to get new hair today. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, today's the day. That's probably it. Let's go get some new hair. This is looking a little raggy. And by the way, we're in an era now when you look at Tom Brady's hair, which mm-hmm. is he was bald. Tom right. Brady was, was balding. balding. Bruce Springsteen was balding. These guys both have beautiful heads of hair. Yeah, Marv missed it by just. They go to Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> he missed it by just,
1: him and Elton John just missed it. Elton John too, huh? Yeah. He's a hairpiece guy. Yeah. And it was, like, before they really got great at it. Would you say, thinking back, and you were a sports fan at one point, Huge. for real. Would you say Marv is, like, the soundtrack in your mind yes. when you think of sport? And Me, too.
0: I still do it now. Like, if I'm watching a, any game, I it agree. doesn't matter the sport. I'll go, yes!
1: Yep. I, I'm with you. I still know. Still do it. I know. I know. And, and just his voice and the cadence and the way he did games. You want to talk about the sound of a big game.
0: And I still Marv. think of Marv Albert as a football a guy who called oh, see, football games
1: on NBC. And that's funny. All I think of with Marv is the Knicks, and I think of those I think of the Knicks of the 90s. That's what I think of. And the Rangers too. He did a lot of Ranger games. Yes, yeah, I had no no thought of, I I just think of things like uh
0: Elway unload.
1: He was who Merlin Olsen yes. was his partner? Mm, I don't know. I loved Merlin Olsen. Or was it Deerdorf? No, Deerdorf went to ABC. I think it was Merlin Olsen with uh with Marv. I'm going to check that I love out I the that NBC had great sportscasters for football. Yeah. Marv Albert, Don Cricky. Absolutely. Tremendous. Well, the announcers now are great. Well. You love Andrew Catalano. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence says, Screw you, Sal. The WBC was awesome. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. So you know, Steve Albert and Al Albert, both his brothers. Oh,
0: so he only has Kenny. Kenny, Albert. yeah. I, would have, I would have thought Kenny had like three brothers. No, the Uncles. Alberts, the, the, the uncles. uncles. Right, Al Albert was an actual. So his first name is probably Albert, Albert, Albert. Yes, that's
1: silly. Well, George Foreman's got like six kids all <laughs> named George.
0: <laughs>
1: that's true. So
0: you call your kid whatever you want. In not shocking news, Jerry. Jose Canseco's daughter, Josie. Yes, she is quite attractive. She's Sherry. gorgeous. Oh, she is. Uh, she said that uh, the family money was uh, gone by the time she was six years old.
1: He spent it. Good for him. Live your life. Sure, he made 40. How about this? Go make your own money.
0: That's <laughs> what well, so she said she's been doing. Good. But people think she's being handed money. Oh, okay. She said, listen, I'm out here modeling because I need cash. The f- Jose blew all our money by the yeah. time I was six years old. He's had a great life. He's enjoying WFAN, WFAN, WFAN-FM WFAN-FM HD1 New York Always live on the free Odyssey app